for the second time this year, YG Entertainment has to go back and edit out an element from a Blackpink music video. We've already talked about what happened regarding their How You Like That music video, and we'll actually touch on it again in a second. This time, however, the complaint came from the Korean Health and Medical Workers Union. Together, they put out an official statement saying even though nurses have been fighting for a long time to improve this, YG Entertainment sexually objectified nurses in Blackpink's music video. What they were referring to is this scene with Jennie where she appears in a nurse's uniform. For those who are still confused, the union specifies that the cap, tights, short skirt, and high heels contributes to the repeatedly distorted image of nurses in pop culture. They urged YG to take responsibility because of Blackpink's popularity and influence. Now, as you can probably imagine, there were many, many reactions to this complaint. You had those who disagreed, asking how is she sexualizing it at all? It's not revealing in the slightest, the skirt goes down to the knees, it's buttoned up so there's no cleavage showing, she's sitting properly, not making any kind of provocative gestures. On top of that, the meaning behind this scene isn't sexual either, which you'll see when we later get into my breakdown and theory of lovesick girls. But there are those in the medical field or close to someone who is saying, look, nurses are always being sexualized and even this reinforces those stereotypes. This playful image of nurses creates an uncomfortable and sometimes dangerous work environment for them, as well as devalues and questions their expertise, especially in these current current high-stress times due to the pandemic. Other arguments to that are that Jenny's outfit leans much more toward a legitimate classic-style nurse's uniform rather than a revealing Halloween costume. Also, this is not the first time a K-pop artist has portrayed a nurse or a doctor, so why is the union only speaking up about it now? As the differing opinions went back and forth, YG eventually put out their official response, first of all showing respect to the medical workers who are fighting on the front lines to save lives. And credit to YG Entertainment, their statement doesn't come across as argumentative or aggressive, it simply comes off as them trying to explain the meaning behind the song, the outfit, and how there was absolutely no intention of sexualizing nurses. They ask audiences to please really take a look at those scenes and see the true intentions behind them because they feel it's been taken completely out of context. However, they also stated that they are considering editing out the scene out of respect for the concerns and who they're coming from. Then yesterday, we got the confirmation from YG Entertainment that yes indeed, they will delete all scenes involving the nurse outfit. They even apologized to the nurses and all those who may have felt uncomfortable, and the union responded with gratitude cheering on Blackpink. There are still many reactions coming out of this decision, especially those who still think it was unnecessary of them to remove those scenes. I don't know, how did you react to this entire situation? Maybe you think the outfit was sexualizing nurses. Maybe you don't, but think it's better to remove those scenes to not hurt the girls or their comeback, and if it's something that the medical workers union truly feels degrades their field and professions. Keeping in mind the times we're currently in right now, and the crucial role nurses have all over the world? Or do you wish they had kept in those scenes if the company felt they didn't do anything wrong? You also have fans who are questioning YG Entertainment because if you remember for the How You Like That situation, when they quietly removed the statue of a Hindu god on the floor, they didn't release a statement or apology. But when it comes to issues dealing with Koreans, they made multiple statements and apologized. Although, that may have to do with what Korean fans have said, that this was actually starting to become 
become a political issue in Korea with politicians getting involved? I guess RM was right, everything is political eventually. YJ Entertainment seems to be getting hit in every direction because there are also many who are calling them out for not standing up more for their artists. Just like those who are calling out SM for not doing something about the safety of theirs. If you're wondering how Sasangs get idols numbers in the first place, some idols have exposed that process before in the past. It's a crazy process of manipulation. So it's no wonder that Yeri is still deeply afraid. While chatting with fans on their Dear You platform, she said she wanted to do a live Q&A but admitted she is afraid of going live on Instagram. Apparently Sasangs are still constantly calling them even in the middle of the night. But despite this, a couple of days ago she decided to do it anyway. And guess what happened just a few minutes in, she gets bombarded with calls and immediately had to cut off the stream. She then had to resort to talking to fans through the story feature. This could be a huge contributing factor as to why more and more artists are starting to go on these fan-only platforms, like CL joining Big Hit's Weverse. And if you don't think this is scary, this is just the tip of the iceberg. You never know how far these people are going to go. How many of you guys remember when Taeyeon literally got dragged off the stage by a man? Luckily, Sunny was there to act on her instincts. This is why fans are now fighting for something to finally be done about this. And this week, we also saw BTS fans and Big Bang fans unite against a common cause. Recently, two Filipino rappers released a song which fans feel sounds almost identical to BTS's thing in terms of rhythm, cadence, and emphasis on certain beats in their raps. I can't play it, but you can definitely find the comparisons online. Similar. Granted, the original poster did speed up the beats per minute to match Dang. Make a judgment for yourself though. Dang is considered a special song to the fandom because RM, Suga, and J-Hope wrote it as a gift for BTS Festa in 2018. One of the rappers responded on Facebook saying no. He used a generic flow, generic words, and a generic beat. There's no connection. But then later, they also mentioned that they borrowed the beat and vibe, which obviously contradicts the previous statements. They later claimed that everything is just a coincidence and posted something referring to BTS as plagiarists themselves. But as this was all happening, it was also discovered that they may have done this to Big Bang as well with their song Bad Boy, one of my favorites. And when you listen to these two comparisons, I think this had to be a cover that someone labeled wrong when uploading it to YouTube. There's no way they tried to pass this off as their own. There's no way. Someone who's familiar with these artists, let me know if this was just a cover. Again, I can't play too much, but here's how Big Bang's Bad Boy starts. And here's how what I think has to be their cover starts. My theory is the accusations that they copied Big Bang could be a misunderstanding caused by whoever re-uploaded this. I could be wrong and they wanted everyone to think this was their song, definitely let me know. The copying BTS accusations and the way they're fighting it doesn't look good for them so far. At the time I'm recording this, some of them have gone private. I haven't heard anything else, so let me know if there are updates or even corrections we need to talk about. Not sure if Big Hit or YG will get involved in any way, especially since YG Entertainment have been 
dealing with the lovesick girl situation that we talked about earlier. And I told you that we would go into the meaning of the music video since they won the theory poll I released on Instagram. So that's exactly what we're going to do. First of all, there are many super interesting theories out there about this being a sequel to Stay or that one of them is in heaven soon to be followed by the other three. But the way I like to explore music videos is how it connects to the song and how it visually conveys the message the artists are trying to get across. By the way, does anyone else see Draco's mom here? No? Okay. Anyway, YG Entertainment stated that lovesick girls asked the question, why do people look for love even after being hurt by it? Blackpink have also said multiple times that the song and album portrays their growth and maturity since debut. Well, with these two things in mind, let's take a look at Blackpink when they debuted. The girls were screaming Opa at the top of their lungs, begging their love to please stay. As you can see, their music was all wrapped up in love, as many songs are. This music video portrays this unhealthy obsession with love by cutting back and forth between the good and the bad. Lisa lying in his arms, gazing up at him. Cut to Jenny in a relationship that has hit the wall. Rosé laughing and making music with the one she loves, only to jump cut to her destroying that music in the very next scene. They knowingly put up with the pain because in their minds, this love is what defines them. It's their only purpose in life and no matter what, they have to hold on as if it's their last. To the point where they not only become numb to the pain, but blind to it as well. I love the way they frame that in the scenes with Jisoo as she walks through this field blinded by these beautiful flowers, showing us that they have blocked out anything that is negative. But I think we all know that life will only allow you to run away for so long before you arrive at a crossroads, a place where you are confronted with decisions. The girls have to reflect on themselves because no one else can do it for them. Reflect on why they are still holding on. What are they truly looking for? As you can tell from Jenny's rap, they eventually come to the realization that this isn't what they wanted in the first place. This epiphany finally allows them to break from the past, shatter their own delusions of love, and take off those rose-tinted glasses, or in this case, literally rose-painted walls. No pun intended. Okay, pun intended, but come on, it fits so perfectly. And while this process looks satisfying and euphoric, it is also understandably painful and messy at the same time. But it is necessary in order for them to cleanse themselves. This entire time, they were holding on in fear of being alone. But the point of this song and album is that the girls have grown to learn that there is more to life than only love. Find your passions, your purpose, and most importantly, find yourself first. Don't get me wrong, love is an extremely significant aspect of life. But if you spend your whole existence only chasing it and dismissing all that life has to offer, you will soon realize that you have experienced nothing. Please.